First Kings 17, 8 to 16, we read together by standing in this house. We stand to honor God in the reading of God's word. Will you please rise, be up as we hear the word of God. First Kings 17, 8 to 16, and the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Arise, get thee to Zarephath, which belongeth to Zidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. So he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow woman was there gathering of sticks. And he called her and said, Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. I'm a drink. And as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thy hand. Verse 12 says, and she said, as the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake but a handful of meal in a barrel and a little oil cruise. And behold, I, and behold, and behold, and behold, and behold, I am gathering two sticks that I may go in and dress it for me and my son that we may eat and die. And Elijah said unto her, fear not. Go do as thou hast said, but make me thereof a little cake first, and bring it unto me, and after make for thee and for thy son. Verse 14, read louder, but Bible said, For thou seest the Lord God of Israel, the barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of all you fill until the day that the Lord Send a rain upon the earth. Tell somebody, stay connected. Stay, maintain the flow, maintain the flow. Please take your seat. I want to continue from last week. The subject of maintaining the flow. Maintaining the flow. Maintain the flow. It is important to understand as we said last week that God want us to sustain and to maintain the flow. Everything God does, He does it so that it will remain. Every miracle, every activity of the Spirit of God is not meant to come and go. It is meant that it will abide with us. And so we established last Sunday that when the day of Pentecost was fully come, the Bible said the Holy Ghost descended boldly, clothing tongue as fire, settled upon their heads. Peter spoke, and 3,000 gave their life to Christ. One service, and 3,000 surrendered to Christ. But it did not end there. Because God is a God of the big moment and still a God of the small moment. So God gave them instruction as to how to maintain, sustain, and keep the flow. We have come from an amazing, powerful move of God of standing a God. We had such great, awesome, powerful time in God's presence, do I have a witness to that? Anybody rest that? Come on, clap your hands right. It was so powerful, so awesome, so strong, so many mighty move of God. 
Last Friday, we had power night. And there was such power of God in the atmosphere. I was ministering the Spirit of God prophetic to, and a lady was called and says, I came all the way from America for standing a gap. I flee for standing a gap. I prayed. I went back to Nigeria and I've come back again for more. You know, clap your hands well. No wonder when she came for more, God met her. By the way, God did not speak to her as standing in the gap. God spoke to her at power now. Who knows that your miracle is in a sustaining. Come on, talk. As we sustain, as we maintain, as we keep the plow, it may not have come as standing in the gap, but yours may show up Tuesday night. You're clapping and singing the house right And the power of God came upon her. And the prophetic was so strong in God. We are a church that believes in the activity of the Holy Spirit. We do. Come on. anybody. We do. We believe in the activities of, all, of the Holy Ghost. You're clapping the skin right? We do. We do. And the Bible says, the Bible says, and they continue in the apostles' doctrine. How did the early church maintain the flow? They continue. Tell somebody, it must not end here. It must not end here. So your problem is that you only like the big conferences, the big services. You miss the in-between. You miss your morning devotion. You miss your quiet time. You miss your prayer in the afternoon. You miss lunch hour. You miss power nights. You miss Tuesday night service. But tell somebody it's all about continuing. We have to continue in the study. Continue in the prayer. Continue in tarrying. Continue fasting. Continue the study of the word of God. There must be a culture of continuing a continuation and they continued steadfast in the apostles doctrine in the culture they build a culture my assignment is that God will help us build a culture Christian culture is important look at me when you wake up what do you do you must build a spiritual routine come on talk to me right now you wake up in the morning your first thing you pick up is your phone or your bible a court and they continue in a post doctor and in fellowship. Fellowship, gathering of the saints, coming to church, fellowshipping. It's important you build a culture of fellowship, a culture of saying that my Sunday belongs to God. You're not clapping your hands well. Nothing else. My, my, and in breaking of bread, fellowship, and in prayers. And that's what we left off last week. We want to continue from where we left last week to say that it is not. Enough to fellowship. Because sometimes to sustain or maintain the flow is not so much about what we do, but who we do it with. Sometimes in maintaining the flow, sustaining the flow, is not just about what we connect with. But who we connect with. It's not just about fellowshipping. But who you are fellowshipping with. It matters. Who you are connected with. It is not enough. To fellowship. But. It's more so about who. You are fellowshipping with. Because some are fellowshipping with demons. Some are fellowshipping with the wrong people. 
show me your friend and I will show you your character. Evil communication corrupts good habit. It matters who you hang around with. It's not all about fellowship. It's about who also. Who are you hanging with? Who are you fellowship? Who are you engaging with? Who are you in this thing with? Thank God for fellowship, but not so that in the name of fellowship, you are fellowshipping with devils. This means that who you connect with is important as what you connect to do. This means that when it comes to connection, it's not just about just connecting, it's about who you are engaging with. In our text, we see Elijah being fed in the cave by the brook. And the Bible says, God transitioned him from being fed to now being sustained. And the transition between hand to mouth to sustenance, there was a reaction. Oftentimes, the problem many of us is that you want God to change something in your life, but you're not ready for the chaos. Oftentimes, many of you want God to change something, but when God starts to change, you're like, hey, 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 the change is in the chaos. For God to change something, there must be a shaking. There must be a reaction. There must be a feeling like everything is about to break. Because there cannot be a shaking without a chaos. The noise is part of the change. We cannot have a change and everything is normal. For a change to take place, there got to be some shaking. And anytime you see a shaking in your life, get ready for the change. Oh, your clapping is going to get ready for the change. Anytime you see a shaking, you are getting ready for a change. Some people will leave you, but it's for good. Now, Elijah prophesied and said, There shall be no rain nor dew according to my word. Hear me, church. He gave a word. There shall be no rain nor dew according to my word. Elijah goes to the brook and he's drinking from the brook and the raven is bringing bread, meat and he's drinking and the meat and the bread was coming by the raven and the Bible says as he stayed there the brook dried up. Why did the brook dry? The brook dried up because he prophesied it. Oh, come on, talk to me right now. The, the, the brook dried up because Elijah said there shall be no rain. What do you do? When your obedience to God leads you into trouble. Elijah prophesied there shall be no rain, no dew. And when he was prophesying, he forgot that he would need water to drink. And he has spoken drought. And now he's drinking and drinking. And the drought he spoke attacks and affects the water he's drinking from. Now there's no water to drink. And the brook has dried up. The Bible specifically said the brook dried up. It means sometimes in your quest to pursue, follow God's agenda, it can land you into some trouble. There are many Christians who lose their mind so long as the moment you go through a season of discomfort, that's when you lose all your faith. Is it really from God? 
Did God really send me? What am I doing? Hey, this is not God. If God is in it, do. no, no, no. God can be in it and there will be a challenge. God can be in it, there will be a crisis. God can be in it, there will be some reaction because God is always up to the next thing. And in order for God to do something bigger and greater, a Shadrach and a Meshach and a Abednego must disobey the words of the king and obey God. And in the obedience to God, it lands them into the fire. But thank God, unless somebody goes to the fire, we will not know that our God can turn the fire into air condition. The devil is a liar. Daniel must be in the lion's den for us to know that our God has the power. Somebody ought to clap your hands one. Has the power to silence the mouth of the lion. I wish you can tell somebody you did nothing wrong. You did nothing wrong. Come on, say so you did nothing wrong by praying, by sowing, by giving, by dedicating yourself to God. Prophet, I've served God. I've dedicated myself to God. I believe God. I've been a good Christian, but I'm going to trouble. The Bible said counted all joy when we fall into diverse kinds of temptation. The devil is a liar. Though your beginning may be small, your latter end, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him from them all. I came to prophesy to you, your obedience can lie you into trouble, but God is about to use the so-called trouble to do something mighty, something powerful, something strong, something amazing. Is anybody clapping their hands for God to do that which only God? Oh, you're clapping a sick. You're clapping a sick. Come on, smile and tell somebody. Come on, smile and tell somebody. I'm going through it, but I'm trusting God. Please tend to us. I'm going through it. Please speak. I'm going through it. Don't stop it. Say, I'm going through it. The devil is a liar. By this time, Lazarus is thinking. He's been four days under the earth. But you watch God. Lazarus come forth. I come to declare your hope is gone. It's all dead. They are laughing at you. You have become a democracy in the tower. But those that laugh at you are about to see God's goodness and power. It's not over until you win. It's not over until it turn. You've been righteous. You've been pure. It has delayed. The marriage has delayed. You prayed and prayed and prayed. Your obedience is leading you into all kinds of stuff. But watch God. But see God but trust God the devil is a liar is anybody trusting God even in the trouble what you do when your business in the office leads you into crisis you decided not to do what everybody else is doing hence your problem he prophesied he obeyed God I said what God told me to say my God, I thought doing the work of God and doing the will of God means everything is going to be sugar mountain. Hey, hey, can I get real people in the house? I don't want all fake. I want can I get real Christians in the house? It was a Tuesday morning, and depression came. 
You've been believing God all your life. Look at you. 30, 80 years. No show. The crazy ones have all kinds of testimonies, so-called. I'd rather have the little that God is in it. The plenty that the devil gave. You're not clapping your hands better. It's anybody that... Hey! Hey! Who am I talking to today? Can I preach to a church right now? It may be troublesome. What do you do when Jesus said, let's go to the other side? And the storm arose. The storm came not because Christ didn't say it. But for everything God would do, the enemy will react. Please sit down. The fact that Togo is fighting America doesn't mean Togo will win. Togo comes. America goes and slap Togo. Pam! You think Togo, Togo will do something to show they are also Togo. But Togo will be Togo. And America will be America. Sometimes it looks like the enemy is reacting. But watch God. For we know that all things work together for the good of them that love God. Your clap is going to ask one. Elijah prophesied. No rain, no dew. And here's a prophet who has spoken drought. And he's in trouble. It was in this situation that God sends Elijah to Zarephath for God to sustain him. All this drought came so that Elijah can experience the God that does not only feeds in famine, but sustains in farming. If you are ready for the next thing God has to do in your life, be ready for the next challenge. There can't be a next miracle unless there's a next challenge. There got to be a next challenge for a next miracle. There got to be a next need for God to supply the next supply. You cannot trust God for the next move of God and not be ready for the next devil. For every next giant, there's a next palace. For every next Judas, there's a next cross. The devil is a liar. I'm trusting more challenges and more miracles. There cannot be more miracles unless there's more challenges. Elijah, God said, Elijah, all this drought is so that you move from being fed to being sustained. God said to him, now go to Zarephath. Hear me, church. In maintaining the flow, the first thing you need to do is to connect to people that God spoke to you about. It, the people that you are to maintain the flow with should be the people that you heard from God about. Hear God's word as to who you connect to. Elijah went to this widow because God told him, go to Zarephath. She had everything that would make Elijah give up. But yet, she's a woman with a miracle. Look at my church. These are not days to do try and error. These are not days to do, I think so, maybe, I'm not sure. 50, 50. These are days to pursue exactly what God told you. You're not clapping your hands well. You're not clapping your hands well. Arise! Get thee to Zarephath, which belonged to Zidon, and dwell there. Behold! I've commanded a widow woman to sustain thee. Why are you here, Elijah? I'm here because God told me to. Make sure every move you make in this season is what God told you. 
Can I talk to the church right now? These are days. That's why in this house, we spiritually train you to develop and to cultivate the grace you hear from God. Because Prophet Gideon Nasu will not always be with you in the office. But you are going to need to make decisions that can, that can turn your life good or bad. And so you need to learn how to hear from God for yourself. Whether through revelation, through dreams, through prophetic, through open vision, through trance. And there are four levels of vision I was teaching. One is open vision. You are there and come if you are there and you see a picture in your spirit. You, see, you feel something in your heart and what come to you? you. You get a revelation. You, you are there and you feel like, like, like something good is about to happen. Like you feel it. Come on, talk to me. That's open vision. It, it drops in your heart. It drops in your spirit. Open vision. It's, it's in you. It comes. It's yours. You feel it. You feel it. And then and, and, and our visions of the night. Dreams. Dreams. You dream. Dreams. Then we have what? Then we have, then we have, then we have, then we have, then we have trance. Trance. I've never had a trance before. It's like you are dozing off. Oh, come on, talk to me, right? You have never had a trance before? You will trance very soon. You're clapping and singing right now. Hear me, church. We teach you the ability to cultivate the relationship, the power, the grace you hear from God. Go to Zarephath there. There's a widow woman there to sustain you. These are not this to just connect. Don't just pick up your bucket, pick up your notebook, your iPad, and just go anywhere. You are going there because God told you. You are going there because you have a witness in your spirit. You are going there because God has his plan for your life. You are going there because God said go. You are going there because the grass wearied, the flower faded, but the word of God, it abides and endures forever. You are going there because the word that God spoke will not return unto him void. It's accomplished the purpose for which it was sent. You are going there because the earnest expectation of the creator waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. You are going there because faithful is he who has promised and he will do it. You are going there because God is not a man that he should lie. You are going there because the strength of Israel will not lie. You are going there because by two immutable things in which it is impossible for God to lie. You are going there because if God said it, he will do it. You're clapping a second housewife. What thou sayeth the Lord is Go to Zarephath. Go to Zarephath. There were many cities in Israel. God said to Zarephath. I want to go to Zarephath. Don't go to the family. Don't go to the house of the rich. Don't go to the king's house. Go to the widow woman's house. What do you do when what God told you doesn't look physically promising? Hey, hey, hey. Earth, earth, come here. Earth, Accra. What do you do when what God told you and your bank accounts doesn't match? What do you do when what God told you and the person you are going to talk to doesn't like you? What do you do when your enemies are the one you are to approach? What do you do when you don't match? What do you do when your vision and the provision doesn't match? Elijah gets there and he's a widow. I mean, of all the people God could send, God sent Elijah to a widow? Are you serious? 
Who is a widow? Somebody who has lost a husband. And the husband didn't leave any money to. And he's been farming for three and a half years. And the lady is bankrupt. She has a son. A liability. Are you with me at all? This, this woman is broke. Lost a husband with a son. Has no money, no food. The only food left is the one she's going to eat their last meal and they will die. That's the person God sent Elijah to. Can I talk to you right now? If God said go, it may be physically not nice, not promising. There may be no potential. The economics, the economic, economical situation may not add up. The financial analyst may not approve it. Accountant may say impossible. Consultant may say it can't happen. But you what God do, what only God can do. Can I get a clap in the house right now? The devil is a liar. It doesn't matter what. I want to prophesy that we came to this place. It was a dead place. But God says go. And when we obey God, Oh, your clapping is sick in the house. Your clapping is sick in the house. Your slapping is low. Your shouting is weak. I declare today, if God said it, we will pursue it. We will run it. We will do it and leave the consequences for God. You know, clap your hands well. If God said he has the power to keep it, to protect it, to preserve it, to wash it, to make it happen, to deliver you, to rescue you, to turn your story around, to bless your family. If God says go, it means I am there with you. You're clapping the second house right now. I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. A widow. Please sit down. Please sit down. Can I tell something? Pastor Joseph. Yes, sir. Your weakness pulls God towards you. God doesn't show up to those who are strong. He shows up to those who are weak. Paul said, I'll be glad in my infirmity, in my weakness. For when I am weak, then he is strong. I want to talk to all those who are financially weak, physically weak, maritally weak, economically weak, every aspect of the weak. What God shows strength by the arm of flesh shall no man prevail. It's not of him that will it, not of him that runner, but it is God that showed mercy. I'm trusting God. I'm depending on God. My strength can't do it. My mind can't do it. My power can't do it. It doesn't make sense. That is why I'm trusting only God. Because there are some things only God can do. I need five people in the house who knows that it will take God. Hey! I need, if there's a mother or a parent here with two children, come bring your children. Anybody with kids, bring your children. After all, we are having service with the children. I need to make the children, I need to have the children be part of the service. Come on, clap for the children. Come. Come. Can I preach? Say preach. Say preach it. Stand here for me. Mom, please sit here for me for two minutes. Let's do something. See, we are all God's children, aren't we? It's, we are all God's what? Kids. We are all God's children. This is the mother of these two children. That's her daughter, and that's her daughter. Okay? Can you put this one down? Let me see. Let her stand. Let her stand. Let her stand. Let her stand. Let her, stand. Let her cry. I want her to cry. Let her stand. 
Understand? Live. 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 See, she can barely stand. If this woman has these two children, this one and this one, this one can't stand. She's always crying. She's broken. She's feeble. Look at the way she's holding on to her. Of the two, this and that, who will she attend to the most? This one. God is attracted to those who are weak and are feeble and are broken. Your weakness is the point of contact for God to show up in your life. You are just too strong for God to do it. You believe in your strength. You are too self-righteous. I need all those who said, God, I need you 24 hours. I need you this year. I need you this time around. I'm too weak for this attack. Do something, Lord. You're clapping. You're sick in the house right now. God is attracted to those. Look at the way she's pumping her. Come on. Tap her. Let me see. Tap her. Keep quiet, girl. I'm with you. I love you. Now, does it mean she doesn't care, but she cares? But this one is very strong. This one is okay. This one is powerful. This one can handle it. She can go and even sit down. Go and sit down yourself. Look at her. Many of you, you are on your own. You are doing your own stuff. You are too self righteous. You think you can figure it out. Go, so you figure it out. But as for this one, she's in my hands. I got her. I got her back. Can I preach to a church right now? Can I talk to those? Who are afraid, who are broken, who are sad, who are weak, who are afraid, who are broken. Your weakness pulls God to you. You're clapping. Thank you very much. God bless you. God bless you. Anybody weak in the house? Anybody trusting God? Anybody say, God, I need you today. I need your power. I need your strength. I need your grace. I need your oil. I can't handle it. You show up with your grace and with your power. Come on, clap your hands right now. The widow of Zarephath is the one Elijah went to because God will show up in the lives of those who are weak and nothing and broken and sad. That's our God. He doesn't turn away from you because you are weak. When you are weak, then he's strong. The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid of? You want to clap your hands well? Zarephites. Zarephites. Anybody clap your hands right now? Anybody sustain the clap? Connected. Because God said it. Number two. The second thing. The second person. The person you connect to. Second point to connect. Is not only to hear what does hear the Lord. is oftentimes not everybody can hear clearly. And many of you cannot hear as some can hear. There are levels of hearing from God. And even though Elijah heard, there were other things that led Elijah to this woman. The Bible says, when Elijah got there, this woman was in the gathering of six. Who do I connect to this year? Who do I connect to in the church? Connect to those who are gatherers, not scatterers. The Bible says, when Elijah got to the city, the town, at the gates, was a widow gathering. Gathering, hear me, church. There are only two people you meet in your life and in the church. 
gatherers and scatterers. You are either hanging with those who are gathering with you or those who are scattering with you. Jesus said, he that does not gather with me scatters abroad. In God, there's no gray area. In God, there's nothing like, I am watching. In God, there's no standing to see. In God, you are either with us or you are against us. You are either for us or you are against us. You are either God's size or the devil's size. You are either black or white. You are either praying for us or praying against us. You are either adding or you are taking. And in your life, there will always be people that will come to either add or take. Jesus said that the thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So stealing, killing is all taken. Destroy is taken. But I am come that you may have life addition. And not only added, be added, but have life and have it more abundantly multiplication. Christ adds the devil take. Anybody in your life who is a taker is not from God. God will bring people in your life who add value to you. Add favor to you. Add to your ministry. Add to your calling. Where are those who have been assigned to empowerment worship center? Who are here to gather, to add, to supply, to be a blessing. You are either a gatherer or you are a scatterer. You're clapping. And I need you to look at somebody face to face right now and tell the person, who are you? Who are you? No, say it with them passing. Who are you? Say, I've been meaning to talk to you about this for some time right now. Say, I thank God for opportunity given to me by the pastor right now to ask you a question. You've been around me. You've been hanging with me. You took my telephone number. What's your motive? What's your ammo? What are you about? Who are you? Are you a gatherer or you are a scatterer? Are you here to add or you are here to take? God brought you to this church to gather to add gather the church gather the souls gather the own church get the church the broken the sick the feeble the sad your assignment is to add to ewc life add to media social media branding add to hospitality add to this environment there are some seat right there at the back that needs to be filled your assignment is to go to the street and gather souls gather the people and bring them to add you are either a gatherer or a scatterer you're clapping you're clapping you're clapping you're clapping i need five people to clap their hands better i need 10 to clap i need 10 to clap i need 20 to join what about 30? What about 40? What about shout? What about 50? What about 1,000 club? Come on, shout now! You are either a gatherer or a scatterer. Just in case you are trying to know the will of God for that relationship. Check whether that guy or girl is a gatherer or a scatterer. Are you trying to choose a guy 
No, 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 no. I, I didn't say that's here the law. Not everybody can hear from God like the way you do. Say, I know you're a prophet. Nobody's Elijah that can hear a whom? Vision. Pam. Open vision. Spirit came upon me and I saw you. Not everybody can see that. For those of us who can see at that level, we have spiritual promptings and signs. Are you a gatherer or you a scatterer? Do you add value or you devalue me? Are you here to be a blessing or a curse? Who are you? There was this woman at the gate of the city gathering sticks. Any gatherer is connected to your destiny. Because Jesus said, he that does not gather with me scatters abroad. And he that scatters out the devil and he that gathers is from God. If you are from God, you gather my life. Oh, you're not clap your hands well. Oh, you're not clap your hands. Did, did I say something to you? There was a widow, Pastor Joseph, that was gathering. Who are you? Pastor Samuel. I mean, this guy, not because he's my brother, I'll tell you what, he's a gatherer. Sometimes it is all about the hands you put it in on. Because, because when you put that that golfed in the hands of Tiger Woods. It's not the same as putting it in my hands. Though. When I put it in my hands, I would chasquillate the ball backwards. Tiger Woods would make millions out of it. It matters in whose hands you commit the thing. It matters on whose hands you put the bread. Five loaves of bread and two fish in my hands will fit just you and I. But in the hands of Jesus, will fit 5,000. There are some people when you put it in their hands. A nail, a nail in your hands will bring blood and wounds, that same day of putting the hands of Jesus will bring salvation. It matters on whose hands you commit it. What can bring pain and hurt in another person's hands will bring healing, salvation, and deliverance in the right person's hand. What is it with you that makes you cut people off so easily? Why? Why, why, why don't you value relationship? What is it with you that Good, good, good. What is it with you that since you became a leader of that department, it keeps on withering and withering and withering. You don't even care. When it was handed over to you, it was more. Since you've been in charge, it's drying up. And you are not even checking why. Are you a gatherer or a scatterer? It's not everybody you put in your shop, they will close a shop for you. You're clapping a second house. Be seated. Be careful the people you hang around. You allow in your life. Some are gatherers. Others are scatterers. There was a widow gathering sticks. You see, she was gathering sticks. Why was she gathering the sticks? She was gathering sticks so that she can heap fire and burn fire. We have amazing standing against fire. Your assignment is to gather stick that will keep the fire burning. We can't let this fire die. There's been so much fire standing in the gap. Where are those whose assignment is to bring people in who will keep the fire burning? We are not looking for the next fire. We are maintaining the fire we have. You're clapping a second house one. We have to maintain it. Gathering sticks to keep the fire burning. Keep your fire burning. You hear me? Keep it burning. 
You got to keep this fire burning. That's your assignment. You gather you are. Who is not coming to church we haven't looked for? Who have you called? Who have you not seen the last one month? COVID-19 has attacked many people. Many are depressed. Many are sad. Many are broken. Not everybody is strong as you think. Many are depressed. Who are you looking for? Oh, leave them alone. The people you are called to minister to are the people you are angry with. Are you a gatherer or a scatterer? Gather sticks. Gather them. Gather them. Gather them. Number three. Not only do you look for a gatherer. When he met, the woman said, give me water. What is water? Water is symbolic of the Holy Spirit. These are not days to connect to people who are spiritually bankrupt. Look for people who can give you the spirit. You are looking for people who are the carriers of the spirit. As iron sharpened iron, so do a man sharpen the countenance of his friend. It's about time you connect to those who carry the fire you carry. Elijah said, Elijah said, I need to know whether you understand where what I'm going to talk to you about. In order for me to check your spiritual temperature, let me first talk to you about the spirit. Give me water. Give me the Holy Ghost. Let's talk about the spirit. Let's engage spiritually. Your first point of call is to engage them spiritually. Give me water. I need you. Give me some Holy Ghost. I need you to pray. Look at me. You are not dating a woman or a guy who gets uncomfortable with your spiritual life. Where are you going with this? The guy you are dating doesn't believe in Lakuda Makataya. And you are going ahead. Fire day for you. Your clapper is in the house. And look at me. And I'm not, I'm not saying break up, but I'm telling you to pray. I've seen it too many times. I'm not saying they should be at your level. Everybody in their level. There are people that start so small, start with nothing, and they grow great. And I love that. Growth, you see, growth is great. So some people, you need to give them time to grow. But I'm talking about those who says, I don't believe it. And the name of loneliness, you are bringing somebody in your life who doesn't believe in waters. Look at me. You can't work for me and tell me not to pay my tithe. I, I, was, I was talking to one of our businesses. So my accountant says, I can't, I can't justify in the books. I said, you accountant, you are telling me you can't justify in the books at how to pay tithe. You accountant. Why are you working for me? Do you know what has brought this company where it is? Leave. Elijah said, give me some water. Spirit. Number two said, give me bread. Word. Revelation. Jesus I am the bread of life. I am the living water. So he asked for the Holy Ghost and he asked for the word. These are days to connect to people who are full of the spirit and full of the word. People who got a word to give you when you are down, when you are sad, when you are broken. You don't need to get on the phone with somebody who's already so depressed. You don't need to get on the phone with somebody who are sending social media memes. You need me some word. Some encouragement, some scripture, some revelation. Man shall not live by bread, but by everywhere. Who do men say that I am? Some say you are liars. Some say John the Baptist. Some say one of the prophets. Who do you also say that I am? Enough of the gossip. You know too much gossip that you know about God. Master gossip. Who do you also say? Peter said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Don't know more about COVID 19 than you know about healing. 
don't know more about lung disease that you know that by his stripes ye were healed. You're clapping a sick and housewife. Give me some spirits and give me somewhere. Give me the tool. Pray for me and give me somewhere. Number four. I finish with this. Number four. Elijah prophesied. He spoke what God told him over what God brought him. You see, many of you, God can bring you something that's meant to be a blessing, but your mouth can turn into a curse. Many of you have cursed people who came into your life to be a blessing. Elijah said, as long as the Lord, so long, Lord, leave it, your barrel will never go dry. Your barrel will never go dry. Elijah says, the barrel, your barrel will never go dry. In other words, Elijah said, what God told me about you, even though your situation doesn't look like, I'm going to still confess it. That's the Lord God of Israel. The barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of all you fail until the day the Lord, the Lord sent it rain upon the earth. Can you be a student of speaking positive things into your life? Can you stop talking to me about negative things and say what God told you? Don't say what you see around. You're clapping a second housewife. You're clapping a second housewife. You're clapping a second housewife. You clap raise now. Elijah said, your barrel. You know, Elijah said, go do as you please, but feed me first. The, the woman says, what is left in last me? Me and my son will eat and will die. Because a lot of people want to die because a lot of people have nothing to lose. You want to die, you are the one who use. You don't fear them, I will use you. Can you imagine a widow that was going to eat their last man and die and she was still walking around? God love people who have nothing to lose. You have too much to lose, that's so why God can use you. You fear death, that's why God can use you. Elijah said, by the way, I'm not stopping you. Go and do whatever you want to do. Go and prepare the meal for you and your husband, to, your, your son to eat. But what you do, give me first. In other words, whatever you, the, the meal was the last meal. But Elijah said, give me first. And still do whatever you want to do with your son. Well, Elijah was saying that, what you want to do with your son, you will do it. Feed me first. Even though it's the last meal, like I was saying that, I will eat and there will still be food. I will eat and there will still be meal. I will eat and you still live. Look at me. Never you say to yourself that I'm going to do something for God and you'll stop me from what I want to do for you. God will have you do what you want to do for him and God will bless you also. You will still eat, my God. Never be afraid of whatever God told you to do. You are still going to eat and dress and look so good and you are still going to give to God. You're clapping a sick in the house one. Whatever I do for God doesn't stop my lifestyle. Look at me, look at me. Anyone told you that being a Christian means you're going to lose your life. He's a joker. Elijah said, Elijah said, go and do what you want to do with your son. But give me first. In other words, whatever life you are trusting God to live, you will live it. But you can still have faith and give to God first. Who told you when you give to God your money? It's God that gives us seed to the sower and bread to the eater. You can, God can give you seed if you want to go so can give you bread if you want to eat. I'm a giver and I still look good. You're not clapping as well. 
Look at me. I'm not one of those pastors who lie to you. I love good things. Oh, you know what I say? Are you jealous? Go and tell those people that I'm not one of those pastors who is broke. I love good things. And God's going to bless me with so many good things. And if you are jealous, you can leave. You're not clear. The anointing flows from the top. I must be so blessed that you can pull from the oil. And I'm saying that my lifestyle does not stop me from giving to God. I must have faith to give to God what belongs to God. I must have faith for me and my family. The two are possible. Yes, sir. There's no confusion between what you want to do with your life and what you want to give to God. Never let anybody tell you that, that you are giving to God means that your life stops. No. You still look pretty. You wear your beautiful shirt, beautiful suit, nice house, nice home, nice dresses, nice buildings, nice family, nice bags. And my God, your church also look amazing and beautiful and pretty. Do for yourself and do for me. But you must give God first. Then yours will flow. You're clapping. Please sit down. Elijah said, I must speak what God told me. Let us say, your barrel will not run empty. Your barrel. Ephesians said, let no corrupt words proceed out of your mouth. Let no, Ephesians, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. But that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace to the hearers. Never talk to me about negative. Look at me. From today, I'm announcing to all of you, by divine authority, in the name of Yeshua, don't call me about negative things again. Be positive. Speak the mind of God. You are the head and not the tail. You are above and not beneath. You succeed and don't fail. You win and you are not defeated. You are favored. You are blessed. You are anointed. God is on your side. Speak the mind of God about who you are. Can I finish with this? I finish by saying, I finish by saying, so, Elijah's blessing kept flowing and the widow's barrel kept flowing. So, when God connects two people from, for, for his purpose, you get blessed and I get blessed. The widow's barrel never ran empty. She was sustained. Elijah was sustained. Look at me. Anything you do for God is of mutual benefit. As you bless the house of God, you will be blessed. God bless you. Can rise up to your feet.